Welcome to the HMO Experience, the UK's only HMO-focused property podcast, where every Monday, Matt, Jamie and Steve will inform and inspire you about everything to do with HMOs, rent-to-rent, and how to set up and grow a successful HMO business, whether you're just starting out or you're already on your way. Hi guys, I'm Matt Harris and welcome to the HMO Experience podcast. It is episode 26 where we're going to be covering off non-payment of rent and rent arrears. I am here with the indomitable... Can't even do that. Say that right. I don't say that. Abominable. Yeah. Abominable. Abominable. Transphenomenal. With the phenomenal Steve Mitchell. Say hello, Steve. Hello, Steve. (laughs) We are still without Jamie. Yeah. Apparently, he got through the first recoupling. Oh, he did. Yeah, he's not been evicted yet. No, not been evicted. Okay, so through the first recoupling, Jamie's still in Love Island. For you listeners uh, who tuned in last week, um, he's doing very well. Uh, You can watch him. I think it's ITV three. Yeah, every night, seven thirty p.m. Yeah, he's shirking his responsibilities for the podcast, isn't he? There you go. But apparently, he's going to get some inside scoops and send them out to us. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to that. So, what to smuggle and what not to (laughs) smuggle in your budgie smuggles. Pull yourself together, man. We've got listeners to say. We've got listeners. All right. So, um, like I said, we are going to be covering off um, non-payment of rent and rent arrears. So, um, uh, in the previous episode, um, we went over the process of rent collection and systemizing that and how you can automate that. Um, Now, unfortunately, we're stepping into the darker side of what happens when um, you know, there's um, a late payment of rent or a non-payment of rent. And I know in, in the um, the next episode, we're going to be going through um, the eviction process as well. So we'll be completely in the dark side of this aspect of um, collecting money. But to kick us off, um, Steve, um, I've had very little experience, touch wood, um, with regards to our existing housemates and having to go through um, non-payment or late payment of rent. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, your experience to date. Mm. I mean, we, we we have with the number of customers that we serve. Of course, we've we've experienced it, yeah. um, but uh, not as much as probably some of the other people that I've spoken with. So again, I, I feel Touchwood. Yeah. We've been relatively lucky. I think over the last five years, over the first four years, we lost about twelve hundred quid. Uh, in terms of bad debt. So that's people skipping away and, uh, and not paying. Uh, and probably over the last year or so, we've had, uh, we probably had about another twelve or 1,400 quid. Uh, 1,200 quid was with uh, one guy alone. Yeah. Um, and I, I learned quite a valuable lesson from that um, because in the, in the last episode, we talked about um, being in partnership with your customers and trying to help out as much as they can. Yeah. Unfortunately, on that occasion, um, I feel that, uh, he abused my trust, yeah. um, but there were some other complications. Mental health was involved, and oh, things wow. like that. So, uh, I I've never had any experience with mental health issues. So, therefore, because I don't know anything about it, I'm I'm super sensitive to it. Yeah. Um, and I just took a commercial decision. Well, I'm prepared to lose that amount of money because yeah. the guy was in a in a, in a real bad way. But anyway, um, so well, maybe were some of the early warning signs that. Um, uh, that, that we pick up on is well the first obvious one is no payment yeah <laughs> the first of the month comes yeah. and there's no money yeah exactly but then on most occasions it's 
um, where we don't have people set up on direct debits, um, then it normally comes in a, a day or so later. Sure. And particularly, as I've noticed this year, it's, a, it's amazing how many first months is on a weekend. And of course, you don't yeah. then get the money until the Monday, which yeah, is yeah. normally like the third or, or the second or the third. So I'm kind of, um, I desensitized myself. But when I first started, I was like rabbits in the headlight, logging onto the um, yeah. bank account. Is the money yeah. there? 12 no, 1 a.m. Yeah, where's the, the money? First. I've got money. Oh, someone's got, oh, it's, it's come in. Yeah. So um, I was like super sensitive to it. But I'm, uh, as I've mellowed and grown old, grown a bit older and a bit more experienced, and I've, I've kind of um, I sort of said, well, look, if it's not in by the fifth, because the fifth is is a crucial date for me, yeah, um, then I'm going to get a bit, or I'm going to get a bit more kung fu with uh, with the customers. And the kung fu bit is, as we talked about in the last um, episode, is hi. I'm sure you it's just an oversight. Mm. Um, send us your um, uh, or let us know if there's a problem. Yeah, and we'll either we're going to get one of uh, two responses. We're either going to get yeah, money's on its way. Sorry, or I've got a problem. Yeah. Um, and then or this is, no response or no response. Well, that's an early warning sign, yeah. isn't it? Um, but we our customers because we are very picky let's say or selective about who comes in the house we, we tend we do tend to get a response but if i didn't get a response yeah. then uh within 24 hours then i'll be going straight on to the next step because the next step is uh, another personal message uh, which is basically look uh um paraphrasing you wouldn't actually type this um but what we will do is we'll put the template of our um sort of uh, escalations yeah uh, into the uh, into the resources nice um but it's basically saying uh, we contacted you yesterday. Uh, your payment was due in on the first of the month. We haven't received it as yet. Uh, I'm sure there's a valid reason. Please call me. Yeah. Don't text me. Please call me. Yeah. Um, so that we can discuss the situation. And then one or two things going to happen. Either I'm going to get a call and say, "Yes, yeah, sorry, forgot. I'll mm. make sure the payment's in." So now I'm starting to watch this like a hawk. Yeah. And and what I'm saying is, that's great. When are you going to make the payment? Mm. So I want a deadline. I want a time, and then I want a date. Yeah. And if it's like a week on Friday, then I'm sort of going, well, it's not acceptable. Can you explain the reason why? Because as far as I'm concerned, you're in a full-time job. As far as I'm concerned, you hit the affordability. As far as I'm concerned, you're still living there. Mm. You've got obligations to meet, so um, you need to meet them. So I'm uh, eliciting uh, a time and a date, and I'm putting a calendar reminder in, and then we go and check. Yeah. So they're either going to pay, or they're not going to pay, yeah. or they're still not going to respond. So if mm. they pay, cool beans. That's one of your sayings. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and um, if they don't respond, or they're not paying, then I'm starting to get a little bit more kung fu. Yeah. So Kung Fu 3 <laughs> is um, now starting to point out the implications of them not paying their rent. We're not at an official rent reminder yet, okay. um, but we're still trying to resolve this on a personal one-to-one. Yeah. We're in a Amicable. partnership. Yeah, we're, just we're trying, trying to, to keep it on the low. So it's now uh, we're now getting to the point whereby um, I've sent you a reminder. Yeah. Um, We've either had a conversation and you promised to pay on the set and it hasn't happened, mm. so I need to know why. Yeah. We now need to meet. Yeah. Um, or if they've not responded, I've sent you a reminder. Um, you've not responded to my reminders. We now need to meet. <laughs> but if you can let me know what the reason is, yeah. I'm sure together we're able to resolve or come to some sort of agreement. Nice. And the purpose of doing that is to 
um, elicit uh, a time and date when they can make themselves available um, because I will make myself available mm. because we're now talking about money. Yeah. Um, and this is uh, super important. Whilst our mission is to uh, provide quality housing um, and provide uh, housing uh, opportunities to uh, the young professionals, which is our market, mm. uh, I've still got an obligation to yeah. uh, my staff, uh, my suppliers, the landlords, businesses. So there's two sides. We have responsibilities to meet as well. You've got two sides there to balance. So um, either we'll meet mm -hmm. um, and then we'll come to uh, an agreement and I'm taking along the little card reader. Mm. So uh, <laughs> I can elicit payment there and then. Um, it's surprising how many people will pull out a debit card to go and buy a pine, but they yeah. don't have it if they have to pay their rent. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that's the reason why I meet them in a pub. <laughs> I always meet them in a pub. Yeah. Um, and I and I always am five minutes late. Mm -hmm. So if they're sitting there with a pint... Oh God, that's so sneaky. It, it, well, you might think <laughs> I it's love sneaky. It. I love it. But it's, um, it's, it's no, one, it's good. One yeah, it's trying practical. To, yeah, what I'm trying to elicit is do they have means to pay? Uh, so if they've got a debit card on them, they've got a means to pay. Exactly. Um, and, well, someone might be saying, well, maybe they paid cash. Yeah, maybe they did pay cash, <laughs> but then I know they've got cash in the bank. Exactly. So we can go to a cash point and you can pay out, um, ideally not, because I don't like to making payments in cash, yeah. anti-money laundering and all that another episode yeah. um, but uh, what I want to listen is have they got means to pay most young people actually don't use cash these days yeah, so, yeah so or, you just have to charge like 15 times yeah, so like, 30 quid limit yeah, right, let's like, sit here for 15 quid. times what can you do <laughs> 10 quid okay 50 times here we yeah. go yeah. Um, but yeah so I'm trying to listen if, if they got me and then sure. it's, a, it's an open conversation look Hmm. Uh, Matt, you're a great guy, <laughs> um, um, but unfortunately we've got this impasse, and, and I need to understand what the reason is. So yeah. just open up, let's see if we can work this together. Yeah, uh, and it and, and it works. I guarantee you, it works. If you don't get any response, um, then that's when I have to get like super kung fu, and super kung fu is now we're in the realm of uh, rent and boys rent. Oh, well, sorry, no, okay. no, 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 we. <laughs> We never send boys around. <laughs> never. I mean, that's you. Uh, no, I'm joking. On, on a serious note, that's harassment. But yeah, we it will is. cover that. In yeah. The <laughs> but no, it's now Steve's getting his. He's gone from green belt. He's getting his black belt on. Um, and rent reminders goes. So my first rent reminder goes out as a template. I use the National Landlord Association template. So yeah. it's all legal and approved. Again, we can drop that in the resources section. Yeah. But I'm also sending one other document. Yeah. The one other document that I am sending and I found has worked very effectively is the Citizen's Advice Guide uh. to, to County Court Judgments. Okay. Because it sets out what the mm. um, financial implication is for people who have County Court Judgments against them. Mm. And the reason I do that is not as a threat, not as um, um, a bribe or anything like that, is simply to inform my customer yeah. as to what the next step could potentially be and what that next step may have on the reality of their life. Yeah. Because if you've got a county court judgment, you can't yeah. get a mobile phone, you can't rent a property, um, you can't get a bank card, you can't yeah. get a bank account. I mean, it's like pushing the financial nuclear button. So I feel um, it's incumbent on me as, as a managing agent and a landlord um, to uh, explain what the... Uh, possibilities and the future realities are mm. if they don't decide to work with me. Yeah. 
So that's what I'm trying to do. And then we go through a whole um, series of letters at, at day 14, at day 21. At day 28, they're technically now two months in arrears, and yeah. that's when uh, we start the um, the eviction process. Yeah. Um, but nine times out of ten, it, it doesn't go that far. I've only ever had to evict uh, um, uh, three people um, in my uh, landlord or property journey. We'll talk about that in the next episode. Yeah. Um, but I tend to find that once they've got that county court judgment and they've read through it and they understand they what they're a bit of clarity. Yeah, totally. <laughs> the, the phone tends to ring, yeah, yeah. and then it's sort of Steve. Um, takes off his black belt yeah. uh, kung fu and he's back down to green belt and it's let's meet in a pub yeah. let's work out what the situation is and let's see how we can uh, come uh, come to an amicable resolution nice yeah no that's good i think um i think uh you do have to be systematic in terms of uh you know following the right steps mm. with regards to notification uh, and also, like you say, like taking the more um, inclusive approach to start with, right? Mm. Rather than bashing them over the head, you're late, you're late, you're late. Yeah. Um, you're going to get people's backs up. Yeah, the, you know, they'll know that they're late, but there's obviously some sort of reason for it. So to, you know, meet them in the pub for a beer after a couple of attempts to find out what's going on, I think is um, is a great approach. It's a relaxed environment. Yeah. You're not at the house. You're not at the scene of the crime, for want of a better expression. Um, and it kind of puts the guards down a little bit and then it, it makes it easier to have a conversation, right? Yeah, exactly. And let's be under no pretense here. We all know what the elephant in the room is. Yeah. We all know why we're going to be uh, meeting. Yeah. Um, but uh, by having it in a social atmosphere, one, we're all a little bit calmer. Two, yeah. the, the chances of stuff kicking off are, are, are greatly reduced because mm -hmm. it's in an environment. And three, if it does start kicking off, yeah. And some of my customers are bigger than I am. There's like six <laughs> other blokes sitting at the bar that can jump in and help me <laughs> if, if needed. Not that that's ever happened. Yeah. But me, I think just removing um, the scenario or the <clears throat> issue from the house environment it, it, it is a is a good way of doing it. Um, yeah. It's neutral territory yeah, um, at the end of the day. And, and I think you get sort of um, a, a bit more buy-in from the customer. Yeah. Now, I made a little quip about sending the boys around. You very quickly jumped on the fact that um, that could be uh, deemed as harassment. Yeah. Um, so give us a little bit more um, of an explanation with regards to that, like where the boundaries are in terms of um, obviously, physical threats, you know, I know landlords have been prosecuted for that totally. um, uh, and sort of overstepping the mark. But just to, you know, let our listeners know where that mark is. Yeah. So um, there is obviously a legal definition of harassment. But when we start to put this into um, non-payment of, of rent, um, you have to put um, almost like um, a, a layer of um, tracing paper or transparency over the top. Yeah. Because at the very beginning, we actually don't know. It may be just an absent-minded individual. So sure. um, we don't want to go all kung fu if there's a, a valid reason. Yeah. Um, it might be they forgot. It might be they've been on holiday. And, and if you've not got it on a um, direct debit or a standing order, they make a bank transfer. They're just physically not around to do it. Yeah. But hopefully you would have, they would have sort of let you know in advance. Nine times out of ten, if I'm thinking about going on holiday, the last thing I'm yeah, thinking about is exactly. paying bills. And all that <laughs> so, You're on holiday. Yes. Um, so it could be like a real non-reason. And just so, again, you don't want to push any uh you don't want to you don't want to put your 
put yourself in a situation that you can't extract yourself from. Yeah. So that's why we go very sort of softly. Yeah. Um, but what I wouldn't be doing is uh, on Monday saying, where's your rent? And sending a text. On Tuesday saying, where's your rent? And sending a text. On lunchtime on Tuesday, oh, you haven't responded to my text. Where's your rent? Yeah. It's just like constant, constant, constant. And that could be deemed as harassment, even though they have a contractual obligation to make that payment. Sure. Um, because what you're actually doing in my book um in that situation is you're starting to build pressure and if someone's um got uh, is on holiday or they've got a deadline or there's something going on work or um as we've had um someone's going through uh, an illness and they thought mm. they were going um could be diagnosed with cancer the last thing that they're thinking about is rent mm. last thing that they but what we need to understand is what are the circumstances so the other way we kind of mitigate that is um the person is interacting with other people in the house mm. So if we can't get hold of someone, mm-hmm. we'll be sending individual messages. We mm-hmm. won't be putting it on the on the uh, house WhatsApp group. We're sending some individuals say, "Look, uh, I haven't heard from Matt from a while. Um, yeah. We need to get hold of him. Have you seen him in the house lately?" Yeah, uh, and it'll either be yes or a no. Yeah. Um. So we're building up our intelligence. We're building up our picture of what actually is going on, um, and then we're taking uh, what I would say is sound decisions um, in order to re- recover or, or get that rent paid. Yeah. But I don't kind of get all, I use this term kung fu. Of course, I don't go kung fu with <laughs> chopping and stuff like that. But it's my, the, the language I use, sure. uh, the words I use, um, the method of communication that I use. First of all, I'm sending a, a polite message with nice fluffy words. Yeah. Then the words get a little bit stronger, but still using that um, WhatsApp or using that uh, yeah. text communication. Then it's, uh, we need to meet. So yeah. now that the the escalation has gone up, it's yeah. it's. Um, I don't need to speak with you on the phone. We have to meet. We have to discuss this. So that's an escalation. As soon as you start to put deadlines, as soon as you start to have face to face contact, that changes the whole dynamic of the situation. Mm. Um, and at that point, you'll know which route you're you're likely going to take. Mm. Um, and then we start to go down uh, the formal correspondence because in our ASTs we have a clause that says if we have to send a letter, we're going to charge you some money. Mm. Um, and if you don't pay your rent, we're going to charge you some interest. Mm. Now, the thing with those uh, additional fees and that interest is, is um, we have the right to charge it. Whether we do charge sure. it or not yeah. is, a, is a decision that we we will take. But what we're doing is that we are putting uh, a little bit more pressure on. Say, well, you did owe that amount of money. Now you owe it plus twenty five quid. And <laughs> if you don't respond to me in the next week, it'll be another twenty five quid, yeah. um, which is all within the guidelines of of the NLA. Yeah. So. Um, to, to sort of um, uh, put an end on that bit, it's, it's about, first of all, understanding your customers. Yeah. Spotting the early signs of non-payment, one of which is non-payment. Yeah. Um, the second one is about the method of communication, mm-hmm. uh, the type of language that you're using, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, the, the media, so whether that's on a, a text or a WhatsApp yeah. or in an email or in a letter, um, or on the phone, or then final meet. Well, if it gets to a meet, then we've got a serious problem. Yeah. Um, and then when we meet, we find that actually it might de-escalate itself because they are, oh, yeah, I've um, got some family issues. Sure. I've got the money. I'll make the payment right now. Yeah. Um, but if it doesn't get to that point and rent is starting to build up and we're now going down the eviction route, we've mm. got to start documenting all of our communication mm-hmm. um, in terms of the letters, the WhatsApp messages, 
Um, the uh, we do write meeting write ups. Mm. We don't record meetings. That's uh, something I sort of struggle with. I'd love to do that, yeah. but it's not legal because uh-huh. I can't. I, if I, if I did it, I wouldn't be able to use it. Yeah. Um, but we write <clears> up <throat> meeting summaries to to what was said, their position, our position, mm. uh, next steps, all that type of stuff. Yeah. Because if we do have to uh, go down the eviction route, um, then we need to be making sure that we've got a body of evidence um, that uh, if I wanted to stand in front of a judge that I'd be happy explaining my argument and here's all the points of evidence I can uh, call upon. Yeah, fair enough. So that that's quite a <clears throat> clear and structured way to approaching, um, you know, a situation where um, rent arrears have, have arisen. <clears throat> Excuse me, I guess just to, just to go a little bit beyond that, in terms of um, the harassment element of it, you've touched on it a few times, you know, the, the frequency of communication, the type of communication, the language that you use as part of that communication, you know, the physical presence, you can't just roll up, you know, roll into their room and be like, what's going on? Where's my rent? Absolutely. Um, you know, not turning up with the boys and being threatening and or intimidating girls. or girls or girls. Or girls. <laughs> um, uh, you know, that that is those sorts of approaches are, are kind of very much stepping over um, uh, the line of things. And also we'll put you in a worse situation than um, what you find yourself in having to deal with the rent arrears, right? Yeah. At least there's, there is a method that you can go down and we'll, you know, we'll cover that in the next episode. And um, with regards to, um, you know, the eviction process and the potential options in terms of reclaiming, um, outstanding rent yeah but if you take it too far then those options are taken off the table and it will actually be you know the the customer the tenant the housemate who will have the upper hand in terms of you know you being um uh overbearing mm. you know asking for um their arrears yeah right and that's not a position that you want to find yourself in exactly and the, the other thing i mean you make a great point about sort of rocking up at the house and the one thing that we don't want to do is to let um, the other housemates to know about someone's financial position. Yeah. It's just in my book, it's just it's just not right. Because what does that say about you? I mean, I always go by the um, by the premise that if if someone is talking to me about someone behind their back, they're mm. probably talking to someone else about me yeah, exactly. behind their back. Yeah. And I'm just uh, I, I'm just not into that. It's all about being upfront, transparent, polite, but firm. Yeah, and setting out what the uh, potential course of action is and what the implications are for that individual if they decide to go down that route. Yeah. And if they do want to go down that route, well, I'm I'm cool with that. Cool. I'm cool beans with that. <laughs> yeah. um, but be aware yeah. that this is what is going to happen yeah. and it's going to hurt you a lot more than it's going to hurt me. Yeah, you, sure. you, you ain't going to win in this situation. <laughs> no way, Jose. No way. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um I know, obviously, the next episode we're going to go through um, more about the um, eviction process and the implications of CCJs. But for this element or this episode, um, is there anything else that you feel um, we've missed out, we've not covered in terms of, you know, late payment, dealing with arrears, you know, the approach to that, the steps that you need to take? Are you angling for a final word? Yeah, I am definitely angling for a final word. So here's the final word. (laughs) The final word is, I highly recommend you join the NLA, RLA, they're they're all combined now, but join a professional body. Um, I 
always contact uh, their advice line and, and, and just reaffirm that my understanding of what I am allowed to do within the law and what I'm not allowed to do is still case because it, it's, a, it's a moving piece. It changes all the time. Sure. So paying your dues uh, to be part of the NLA, calling their advice line saying, look, I've got this situation. This is what I'm intending to do. Do you see any legal issues with that? Yeah. Uh, and if they go, no, that's all within the law, I go, great, that's Amazing. what I'm going to do. And it's just another sense check from a, a, uh, from a highly skilled professional, very knowledgeable organization, yeah. um, that you're just uh, checking in with them that yeah. this is the route and that's right. Because if you don't do that and the, the uh, legislation has changed and you've not kept up with legislation, mm. um, then you could be putting yourself into a situation. So the final word is... Contact the NLA advice line should you find yourself in this situation. Amazing. That's a great final word. So on that note, we are going to end this episode. Um, thank you very much for um, joining us. There's um, Make sure that you... Okay, I need to remember this. Make sure that you comment, like, share, subscribe, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, where else are we on? Twitter. Uh, Twitter no, we're not on Twitter. Oh. Anchor, Apple... Uh, Spotify, all the usual stuff. Give us some feedback. Let us know your comments. We're going to be posting um, some HMO hacks in relation to this episode as well. Um, look out for those on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the YouTube channel. And we will, in time, be posting them on the podcast channel as well. Um, in next week's episode, we are going to be covering off um, the eviction process um, and also dealing with um, CCJs and what the implications are for those on the housemates and the steps that you need to take. So for now, it is goodbye from Steve. Goodbye, Steve. And it is goodbye from me. Adios, amigos. Hasta mañana. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the HMO Experience. Don't forget that all of the resources mentioned in each episode will be available on our website, www.thehmoexperience.co.uk. We regularly update our website with new content to help you along your HMO journey. So make sure you check out www.thehmoexperience.co.uk for more details. Also, remember to join our online community by liking the HMO Experience Facebook page and subscribing to our YouTube channel. 